Chapter 16 of The Sikh Religion This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Omar Dutre The Sikh Religion, Its Gurus, Sacred Writings and Authors by Max Otter McAuliffe Volume 1 Chapter 16 There lived in a town called Khadur, a Sikh named Jodha, who used to repeat God's name, while the rest of the inhabitants worshipped Durga. Their priest was a man called Lahina. One day, when Jodha was repeating Guru Nanak's Japji, Lahina heard him and inquired whose composition it was. Jodha duly informed him, and they became intimate. On being introduced to the Guru, Lahina told his name, upon which the Guru said, Thy Lahina is here. Where else can it be found? In the Punjabi language, the word Lahina means to take or receive, and the Guru meant, What thou desire to receive, salvation, is here, and nowhere else. After some spiritual instruction from the lips of the Guru, Lahina threw away the tinkling bells he wore on his hands and feet to dance before the goddess, and began to repeat God's name. He made it a practice afterwards to perform menial service for the Guru. It is said that Lahina in a vision saw a female in a red dress shampooing the Guru. Lahina asked her who she was. She replied that she was Durga, and that she came once a week to do service for the Guru. On this, Lahina became convinced of the divine mission of Guru Nanak. A yogi went to visit the Guru and congratulate him on the large number of converts he had made. The Guru replied that he had few real Sikhs, as the yogi himself would see. The Guru and the yogi determined to proceed into the forest and there make trial of the Sikh converts who accompanied them in numbers. For this purpose, the Guru assumed a terrible guise. He put on dirty, tattered clothes, took a knife in his hand, and proceeded with some hunting dogs into the forest, ostensibly in quest of game. On this, several of his six fled. It was on that occasion the Guru composed the following. I have a dog and two bitches with me. Every morning they bark at the wind. Falsehood is my hunting knife and carrion its handle. O Creator, I remain in the guise of a huntsman. I do not follow my master's counsel or do his work. I appear deformed and terrible. Thy name alone saveth the world. It is my support to obtain it is my desire. I utter calumny day and night. I am base and worthless. I covet my neighbor's house, lust and anger, which appears dwell in my heart. O Creator, I remain in the guise of a huntsman. In saint's dress, I meditate to entrap others. I am a cheat in a country of cheats. I deem myself very clever and bear a great load of sin. O Creator, I remain in the guise of a huntsman. Ungrateful that I was, I did not appreciate what thou didst for me. How can I, who am wicked and dishonest, show my face? 
humble Nanak expresseth his thoughts. O Creator, I remain in the guise of a huntsman. As the party proceeded, they found the road covered with copper coins. Some six took them up and departed. Farther on were found silver coins. Several six took up the silver coins and returned home. As the Guru's party proceeded farther, they saw gold coins on the road. Several of the remaining six took up the gold coins and quickly vanished. Only the Jogi, two six, and the Guru's attendant Lahina now remained. On proceeding farther, they found a funeral pyre. Near the corpse were four lighted lamps. A sheet was stretched over it as it lay on the ground and emitted an offensive smell. The Guru said, let whosoever wisheth to accompany me eat of this. The six quailed at the dreadful proposal, but Lahina remained staunch in his faith in the Guru. Odat Morado, he clasped his hands and asked the Guru if he should begin to eat the head or the feet of the corpse. The Guru told him to begin at the waist. Lahina lifted the winding sheet in order to begin to eat, when lo, it is said, a dish of sacred food appeared instead of the corpse. Lahina offered the sacred food to the Guru first, and said he would partake of his leavings. The Guru replied, Thou hast obtained this sacred food because thou didst desire to share it with others. The wealth given by God, which man useth himself or bear it in the art, is like carrion. But the wealth which man shared it with others is as sacred food. Thou hast obtained my secret. Thou art in mine image. I will tell thee the real thing, the spell which is the essence of religion, and by which thou shalt have happiness here and hereafter. The following, which is the preamble of the Jabji, is the spell meant by the Guru. There is but one God whose name is true, the Creator. Devoid of fear and enmity, immortal, unborn, self-existent, great and bountiful. Repeat his name. The true one was in the beginning. The true one was in the primal age. The true one is, was, O Nanak. The true one also shall be. The Guru instructed Lahina to utter the spell with a pure heart. It would fulfill all his desires, bestow happiness in this world, and salvation in the next. And by the continual practice of it, the light of God should dawn in his heart. Upon this the Jogi said, O Nanak, he shall be thy Guru, who is produced from thy body, Ang. Upon this the Guru embraced Lohina, addressed him as Angad, and promised that he should be his successor. The Jogi and the Guru then went to their respective homes. The six who had deserted the Guru afterwards bitterly regretted their conduct. They who had found the copper money said that if they had gone farther, they would have found the silver money. A they who had found the silver money said that if they had gone farther, they would have found the gold money. Upon this the Guru composed the following. The words men speak at shall be taken into account. The food he eateth shall be taken into account. 
man's movements shall be taken into account. What he heareth and seeth shall be taken into account. Every breath he draweth shall be taken into account. Why should I go and ask to learn it? O oh, Father, attachment to Maya is deceitful. He who, being spiritually blind, forgetteth God's name, shall gain neither this world nor the next. Life and death are for everything that is born. Death devoureth everything here. Where the judge seated and decided, deed no one shall accompany thee. All who weep for thee tie up, as it were, a bundle of refuse. Everybody said that God is great. Nobody detracted from him. But no one had found his prize. He becometh not great by what man said. O true Lord, thou art one Lord. How many are the worlds in which creatures dwell? Nanak is with those who are long born among the lowly. Nay, who are the lowest of the low? How can he rival the great? Where thou, O Lord, watchest over the lowly, thy look of favour shall be their reward. The successor of Pir Baha Uldin, the Musalman prelate of Multan, went accompanied by several of his followers to visit Guru Nanak. On meeting him, he said, I have loaded the load. Do something for me. That is, pray that I may have a successful journey to the next world. The Guru replied, He who filleth the sack shall load it on himself. The will of God is over all. Nanak, they who have acted honestly shall depart with bright faces. The Guru, seeing the peer prepared for death, said he would soon follow him himself. The Guru upon this composed the following hymn. Wealth, youth and flowers are guests only for four days. They wither and fade like the leaves of the water lily. Enjoy God's love, O dear one, in the freshness of youth. Few are thy days, thou art wearied, and the vesture of thy body hath grown old. My merry friends have gone to sleep in the grave. I too shall depart in sorrow, and weep with a feeble voice. O oh, fair one, why not attentively listen to this message? Thou must go to thy father-in-law's. Thou mayst not dwell for ever in thy father's house. Nanak, know that she who sleepeth in her father's house is robbed at an untimely season. She hath lost her bundle of merits and departed with a load of demerits. End of chapter 16